Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Fridays gonna have you listening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea Butter and Popcorn. Season 3, Episode 1. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the all-inclusive podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing our favorite films. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, writer, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And it's your girl here, Tajiana, actress, filmmaker, and teaching artist from the Bay Area, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything, Welcome or welcome back, y'all, to the Shea Butter and Popcorn Podcast, Season 3. There's some um, I am so excited. There's some hosts in this house. There's some hosts, There's some hosts in, this house. in this house. Well, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Chelsea just comes up with the most, just the keenest things. Like, oh, my goodness. Um, welcome or welcome back, y'all. Um, I'm excited for y'all to... Here are roster of films and TV shows this season. Um, but we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge um, the loss of a legend in our in our community. Um, this is from 42 to T'Challa, remembering Chadwick Boseman. Yes, this year has been very wild. I mean, um, as Taj said, it's been such a chaotic year filled with chaos. I mean, at the same time, I feel like I've spent a lot of my time on a journey of self-discovery as we all have. And in my downtime, I spent a lot of time doing some streaming and the content I absorbed during this very unorthodox season was about as insane as the state of our nation currently. Here's looking at you, Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the same time though, this year has been plagued with such loss and confusion. So the season, we want to give you some joy I um, want to make you laugh, want to make you happy. And over the next few months, we hope to keep you entertained. Um, thank you to everyone who participated in our Grid of Love Instagram challenge. We love seeing those posts. Um, but unfortunately, the season will be kicking off on a somber note. We lost a legend. Simple as that. Um, as you all know, in late August, we lost the legendary actor Chadwick Boseman, who passed away after a four-year battle with colon cancer. I mean, it was very shocking. It was tragic. And... We just want to celebrate his memory this week with our tribute episode. I'm a, a teaching assistant for a little boy who's six years old. He's in kindergarten and he has autism. Um, and so in his class, um, the teacher every morning, um, he has some type of icebreaker. And this morning he um, had the kids do the um, if you're happy and you know it song. And so they have to fill in the phrase at the end. So if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Um, so usually the kids will fill it in with, you know, um, if you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet or touch your cheek or touch your head or something else. And um, in particular, this one black boy was like, if you're happy and you know it, Wakanda forever. And like put up the 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 two arms. And I was just like, bro, I was like, I have to... I have to go. Like, I was like, this is just so, you know, the impact that not only on us, you know, being older and seeing like, wow, we have a, you know, we have a African, you know, this is the black di- diaspora. We have a superhero, right? 
um, reflected and represented in mass media for us. But it's like little kids are looking and they're growing up seeing their their legend. And so I know that it just it, it really hit my my sisters really hard. Um, but that was just something that I don't think I'll ever get over. Um, and I was just like, this is just, you know, Chadwick's just work ethic. Ooh, like <laughs> the roster oh is so God. long to yeah. be going through this and still have such a long roster, like, you know, ending with the five bloods, like seriously, like within the past year, still, you know, creating, um, just such an inspiration to yeah. just that type of work ethic, um, yeah. even under unfortunate circumstances. Um, yeah, it's, uh, he, um, you know, he's a Howard alum, shout out to Howard, um, you know, HBCU gang. Um, I didn't go, but you know, one regret in life is that I didn't go to HBCU, but I was thinking about going there for like grad school to get my MFA in film. There's just sort of like a a fantasy, like a dream. It's not a real goal, but it's just like, Oh, I'll get my MFA and go to Howard and be at HBCU for grad school to make up for the four years of undergrad. Mm -hmm. No, but, um, he went to Howard, um, along with some other greats and it's just like seeing, you know, his journey and like how, how dedicated to his craft that he was. So going from that and then going through his roster, going through his portfolio, Mm-hmm. And going to Black Panther, like he was even a part of the writing process, low key. Like um, Ryan Coogler, the director, he even mentioned that um, Chadwick gave some input for that iconic line in the movie where um, Killmonger says, just before he dies, he says, just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Um, and so that's right at the end. Um, and so the antagonist, obviously Killmonger, he's offered a chance to possibly live um, by T'Challa's, you know, played played by Chadwick Boseman's, obviously. Um, (laughs) He's able to, you know, like, hey, you can still live, but he declines because he knows that he'll forever be in prison um, because of the acts that he's committed. And so um, Ryan said that in in the earlier drafts of the script, you know, Killmonger... um, played by Michael B. Jordan, was going to ask T'Challa to be buried in Wakanda. Um, And then Chadwick challenged that and said, what if Killmonger asked to be buried somewhere else? Mm, So that was the inspiration behind that. I I just thought, you know, (laughs) there's, I don't know, like, I didn't know what was going on. Um, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's none of my business, you know? Right, and I knew that vegan without himself, like, losing weight. Right. And like just being healthy and stuff like that. And I mean, mm. I, I had no, you had no idea, you know, like, I, yeah, if somebody doesn't say anything, you know, I don't think to go speculating of like, oh, what it is, but there, there right. were just such crude and just insensitive comments of joking about it. Um, and I think that this hopefully is going to inspire people to reexamine how they speak to people and like, let's just stop talking about people's weight, period like just in general, um, because you never know what somebody is going through, um, whether they're sick or otherwise. And so um, I do think that that is unfortunate because those pictures did, you know, he was exuding joy and, you know, decided to post and share with us um, even amidst everything that is, you know, was going on in his life. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that was just really unfortunate, Um, but his impact and just his, you know, legendary portfolio, is going to transcend time. Um, just such good work. And um, I can just tell it just an all around great person. And so 
Um, I'm happy knowing that, you know, he had people close to him, you know, his wife, his family, close friends who are able to support him um, throughout that journey. And um, to be able to, you know, talk about keeping a secret. I mean, being able to honor and respect his wishes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just like for that amount of time, um, for this many people to not know, like for it to not reach the masses in in that way, um, just like complete and utter trust and loyalty. So I just am praying for his circle as they, you know, grieve um, this loss, grieving, you know, a husband, um, you know, a son, just, I I can't even imagine that type of hurt. Um, and just on that, that scale. Um, but I'm so happy for, for him have leaving us with, you know, just some great things to chew on. And, you know, even with, uh, with, um, the BSA movie night that we had (laughs) junior year of college, um, we, got the opportunity to go together and um you know it, it just was such a historic event watching black panther with all you know other black students on campus um it just was something that was so uh, so unreal like it felt like a dream to be able to go in there and just see it's just a movie about us like it just it was so real um and i'm so so grateful for that experience i was like even Um, The president at the time, um, shout out to Kimberly, I was like, you know, talking with her one on one because she was like, yo, do we think do you think that we could do this? Like, Taj, in all honesty, like, do you think this would work? Like, will people actually buy these tickets? Because we don't want to be out money. You know, do you think people (laughs) would actually go see this movie? Do you think that this could be successful? Because this is like in the theater. You may not think that it's a lot of chairs, but it's a lot of seats in there. And so if people don't buy them, you're, you're getting put out, you know, Mm -hmm. um, in the negative. And so, um, of course they don't want that. So it's just like being able to go through with it, do the promo, um, do the marketing and get people there and talk about filling a room. Like it was filled to the brim. Oh my gosh. (laughs) We came, we were dressed. We had on the dashikis. We were like, what kind of forever? I had my Black Panther nails. I went to the nail salon. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Chelsea, bro, that was so iconic. <laughs> Chelsea had the Black Panther nails. Like, yeah. we did not come to play. Like, everybody was decked out. I had my makeup on. Ooh. Everybody had their dashikis, like she said. Like, it was, I mean, across the nation, it was like Black, yeah. you know, cosplay just skyrocketed like then you got Wakanda Khan and you know everybody was like I I can get into this like this is something where I see myself reflected to be able to have you know an African hero a hero of the black diaspora you know like just seriously you know being reflected and represented on screen just makes such a difference um just such a difference it's a huge yeah for sure I mean that brings us to our next uh section of the show talking about the effect that he had on people the Bozeman effect, you know, he touched so many people's lives, as we had said, and that ripple, that chain reaction of spreading good around is unmatched. Like he left an indelible mark, you know, his legacy is untouched. Of course, he was battling cancer all throughout most of his promo, all, all those years of doing promo for movies and productions of movies, his most ho- uh, high profile films, including 21 Bridges, Marshall, Black Panther, of course, um, Bozeman was born and bred in Anderson, South Carolina. 
And he originally wanted to be a director and a playwright. So he wasn't even trying to be an actor. I thought that was so interesting when I found that out. Um, he wrote and directed his first play called Crossroads after one of his classmates had been killed. Um, he graduated in 2000 from Howard, as Taj mentioned earlier. He was a Howard grad. Yeah. I act like I went there. I'm such a groupie. Like, you did not. I've just ride so hard for HBCUs because I just respect. I just respect the culture. Anyways, right? Howard Homecoming. Let's go. Um, <laughs> and he had a BFA in directing. One of his acting teachers was Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show, and yes. that was such a cool connection. Um, if you guys don't know the story, uh, Felicia Rashad was his teacher, and Denzel Washington was one of his sponsors that she had um, called up to pay for him to attend the Oxford Midsummer Program of the British American Drama Academy in London. So very, very cool. Um, initially, he studied acting, of course, to be able to direct actors. Um, and uh, it like, comes full circle because there's this other um, thing that I saw that was circulating on social media about how Denzel was like trying to make fun of him actually at the Black Panther premiere. He's like, oh, so you owe me money because he had told him about how he had paid for him to go you know, extend his learning with acting in, in England and stuff like oh that. Oh my gosh. So He's like, oh, so you owe me money. And um, when they were honoring Denzel, Chadwick Boseman um, got teary-eyed and so did Denzel. And Chadwick was like, you know, there is no Black Panther without Denzel Washington. And like how Denzel is really like the, the carrier of that torch that has been passed to Chadwick and other actors behind him. And it just made me so emotional because it's like a full circle moment. It was just so, it's so beautiful. Um, Bozeman started off as well as a series regular in Lincoln Heights. Um, that was <laughs> that black soap opera on ABC family that I used <laughs> to watch all the time. Um, and uh, he was, actually stepped away from a recurring character on All My Children because he refused to play a stereotypical gangbanger with no humanity. Um, he was holding up his own resolve, his own resolve, and refused to be involved with a character who was villainized just for being black. And I like, I just commend him for that. Like that's that's so beautiful for him to be that bold that early on. His virtuoso and his class mirrored in all the roles that he played he was not just going to be reduced to a monolith, which is so great. Um, he was so much more as an individual too. Um, his last film, he'll be starring alongside Viola Davis and in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, produced by Denzel Washington. Um, that'll be out on Netflix November 27th. Uh, Ma Rainey, of course, is considered the mother of the blues. And um, another thing that's so powerful about Bozeman is that he wasn't moved by the haters and the naysayers he walked many roads alone and I think sometimes going it alone can make you stronger people always mistake kindness uh for weakness especially with me they always mistake my kindness for weakness and um sometimes when you go through that people will try to manipulate you or take advantage of me um I myself have had to fight through personal storms alone um while getting a college education and the midst of that um, I competed and won a national scene competition, um, AXO in ACP. The year before, I organized a citywide walk for confidence against bullying. So, you know, everything's not as it seems because I was going through a really, really tough time in the middle of doing a lot of different things, you know, and I was struggling with depression, managing um, chronic back pain and still 
pressing on and working hard no matter what. And I think that you have to just have that spirit of excellence. And it's something that you can't buy. I feel like it either covers you in life or it abandons you completely. And, you know, I always had follow through. And for that, I'm grateful. And one thing Bozeman always had was follow through. And, you know, the spirit of excellence was always walking with him, whether he was on Lincoln Heights or whether he was T'Challa being in 42 and being James Brown and get on up. Like he was really not just a monolith. He was a true king. So we salute you. Man, that that man just seems so carefree. <laughs> like yeah. he didn't care about what anything had to like what anybody had to say. Like yeah. just seriously, um, man. Shout out to to Axo. Chelsea's is real, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. We I wish that we were in Axo the same year. That would have been I know that would have been funny I because know. you were in it before I was. But mm-hmm. yeah, Axo, all the artists. Um, <laughs> All the actors, drama competition, hey, singing competition for the singers. Both contemporary. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, yeah, man. T- take care <laughs> of yourselves, y'all. Be yes. nice to people because, you know, you got to be nice to people. Like, yeah. functioning depression is real. Like, we all do a lot of things, you know, it's, you know, it's called that for a reason because you're still functioning at a, at a level that seems normal to mm-hmm. others. Like, you're still doing a lot of things, but you know, you're going through it. It's a rough time, you know, yeah. inside. So, you know, that's, that's real for me as well. So please take care of yourselves. Yeah. And and, and don't talk about people like Taj said, cause you don't know what people are going through. I'm serious. Like just don't yes. do it. You don't know what people are going through. So just yeah. keep your mouth shut. Cause everyone, you know, has to put on a brave face and, and can be dealing with so many like inner demons and things like that. You know, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this week please tune in next week for part one of our quarantine film fun oh yeah yes we'll get into these quarantine flicks honey (laughs) so much stuff to see um feel free to follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast you can follow us on twitter at shea butter pop follow us on instagram at shea butter popcorn or follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. My Instagram, you can follow me at Tajiana Okechuku. And on Twitter, you can follow me at Tajiana Tweets. All one word, all lowercase. Follow us, let yes. us know what you thought about this episode and what you would like to hear us talk about. You know, we are here for you. So let us know. Please like, comment, subscribe. Share this episode. Do it. Give us a thumbs up. (laughs) Peace. Bye, Afriona Queen.